Hi, beautiful people. This is Makara Reed of Mean Consultancy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you all about it. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with minimum listenerships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now on to our show. And we are back with another, I'm going to say, real good episode. If this is your first time stopping by, my name is Makara. I am image consultant and stylist of Me Consultancy, which is a luxury and contemporary wardrobe styling service based right in Newark, New Jersey. Welcome to Me Notes. If you're not really familiar with Me Notes, Me Notes is where you can take notes on improving your image. And when we're talking about image, we're not talking about trends or fashion. We it's we also talk about your whole aesthetic, whether it's makeup, skincare, nail care wardrobe and we also dibble and dabble in body language that is all a part of your day-to-day image so when you get to that very successful moment that you've been wanting on that you've been wanting it'll all just come authentic and influential if you start practicing now so that is what the aim is for this podcast so you're definitely going to be taking a lot of notes so for this episode if you have not looked at the time the title is the best camera ready makeup and I bought my good friend Renata Zadi. If you not have not checked out the previous episode of her talking about makeup trends in for 2020 or the blog article, definitely check her out. Yes, so I have Renata Zadi. She is an international makeup artist and she is very, very prominent in the television motion picture scene. I'm gonna run down a few of her past clientele. She has worked with Fox, Spike TV, NBC, NBA's Chris Bosch commercial, Telemundo, Lifetime, Billboard Awards, Discovery Network, MSNBC, a commercial for Royal Caribbean Cruise, Larry King Show. I mean, she has a whole plethora of, you know, on camera things. So she definitely knows what she's talking about. So that's why I definitely brought her back on so she can let you guys know because the new norm now, the new norm now is being on zoom being on camera for zoom or being on camera for IGTV or on camera for Facebook watch or whatever virtual platform you are using oh I also forget about YouTube how can I forget about YouTube when I'm using YouTube but um she is going to relate to you to how what is the best way to apply makeup since we are still going through this pandemic in certain areas in the United States you know numbers are spiking so we we don't know what stuff is looking like so how about we just start perfecting our image now so she will let you know she will let you on game on 
how to just improve your makeup game when you're on camera so you can look like a real professional and then it can extend on to bettering your image while you're on camera you can just master that look because i'm definitely going to definitely need to spruce it up on my my eyebrow game but yeah i'll be on camera very very soon but that's not what this episode is for so here it is check it out Renata, hey girl how you doing hey. Makara how are you I am doing wonderful how you doing I'm doing good I'm doing a lot better oh yeah during that crazy, crazy time for me you know I had a, a loved one pass but I'm doing oh, a lot no. better girl oh good I'm, yeah, yeah thank, thank god for my therapist but Absolutely. how is Absolutely. it in Florida I'm definitely missing the Florida life, the, the, well, I'm not going to say the Florida life because I'm getting older and my, my lifestyle right. has changed, but I'm definitely missing the weather. That definitely would have put me in a better state. How are you down there in Florida? Like, how is the business? How is the makeup world? M- Miami is hot. We're still having some uh, high temperatures, but a lot of rain, tons of humidity, but of course, that's normal. You know about that. Um, mm-hmm. The makeup world is good. The film world is, is a, a little slow. Um, but makeup is good. There's still some things jumping off, and um, I'm very blessed to be a part of quite a bit of it. So I'm happy in that realm. But all is good. All is good. I know we've got some tough times, and it's, uh, we're living in some uh, crazy historical times. Unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, but I do believe it's, it's going. we're going to do well, and we're going to just keep going and, and learn some lessons from out of all of this and uh, hopefully not repeat any of them and keep it moving forward. Right. It's funny that you said it's low in TV and film, but you know it's been a spike in YouTube, Facebook Watch, you know, Instagram Live, Zoom parties are like up and skyrocketing. So that is what yeah. we are going to dive right into the perfect, well, I'm not going to say the perfect, but good <laughs> makeup to wear on camera. And we're not just talking about camera for TV. We are specifically catering to, you know, the digital space, which which are the Zoom, the IG Live. You have that show mm-hmm. that you want to do, that you want to start. When you're a professional, you want to transition on and extend your brand. And you want to, you know, spruce up your look or you don't, you want to have that natural, that natural glow type of look, but look more polished. So Renata is definitely going to educate you guys on a, the great foundation of how to do that you all know that I am more of a natural type of girl even though you know I'm definitely into fashion but skincare is definitely more my realm and Renata will definitely prepare you guys on doing a lot of skin prepping and then doing makeup to accent the right features on your face so we're going to get right into it here is Renata who is going to do a fabulous job letting you guys know on how to spruce up your look on for the best camera look. Awesome. Thanks, McCarr. Um, Pretty much when you give tips and suggestions, um, of course, all of these, everybody has their, a certain look, everybody has different features, different skin tones, what have you. So these are all going to be suggestions and um, tips and tricks for you. Again, we're talking about YouTube, Zoom, Instagram, all these things. But the main thing to think of for camera-ready, a camera-ready look, is to know your targeted audience. Then you can style your face appropriately. Your makeup should not distract 
or detract from your message. It should complement. Correct. And I have a great Yes. Say that one more time for the people in (laughs) the back, please. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Your makeup shouldn't distract from your message, but it should complement what you're trying to say. And let me give you a good example of this. I was working with a a production uh, company, and they do a lot of TV commercials. And um, the owner of the company, who I absolutely have the utmost respect for, he's, he's, actually, he's provided me with a lot of valuable knowledge and love working for the man. He's a great human. We're filming a TV commercial, and I hear my name being called in a distance. Renata, Renata. And the voice is coming closer and closer. I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, what is happening? And Renata. So the owner of the company, apparently they're, they're editing uh, a a commercial I had previously done with them, and he's on set in front of the crew and everyone, and he says, Renata, you need to watch the hair. I thought, oh, my gosh, what has happened? I would have been, and, like, mortified if someone was just yelling. <laughs> my heart would have been racing. Girl, it was. Trust me. And he says, you need to watch the hair. You know, there's cameras and stuff all over the place. And I'm looking at monitors. I thought maybe he dialed in, he saw the monitor, and he saw something, and he was, you know, mortified by it. But what had happened was they were editing a commercial that previously done, and he says to me, you need to watch the hair. It looks so good that it's, nobody's going to notice the product. I thought, okay. I said, yes, I will absolutely do that. When he left, I, when he left the, the studio, I just kind of had my head down on finger for a minute, and I said, did I just get yelled at for doing a good job? And the director says, yeah, pretty much so. That's what happened. <laughs> I said, okay. That's a compliment, because I would have been exactly. terrified. Exactly. But I understood. I had to think about it. I understood what he was saying was, you could be creative. You could have the ability to, you know, to do amazing things. But it's all about the best, what's best for the product, what's best for the message. So if the hair was, you know, I, I love doing braids. People that know me, you know me. I love doing braids. I love doing just uh, amazing hair and amazing makeup as well. But in this instance, it was about hair. And if you're, if you're so creative and it looks so, you know, um, cool and people are going to be staring at that, they're not going to notice the product. So you're not doing any justice to the product or your message. So you have to keep that in mind for Zoom, for Instagram Live, for all these different uh, venues uh, for, for the media. You have to make sure that your makeup is not a deterrent. Um, for another example would be a floating eye or a graphic eye. If your audience, and you're speaking uh, to a panel of distinguished uh, colleagues or a conservative audience, that's not the time to break out into you know, some uh, uh, colorful eye, um, again, the floating eye or the graphic eye, that's not the time to do it. However, if you're speaking to a group of architects or a group of creatives, absolutely, you can do a floating eye. You can do a, a graphic eye and have muted, muted cheeks or a, a soft lip, and that will be in the rhythm of those you're speaking to or those that will be watching you. So the key is to know when to dial up 
and then know when to dial back, reel it in. Um, right. When you're so pretty much do as conserve match your makeup to your industry. So if you're in the artsy field, you can play right. around with the artsy, you know wing but if you're in a more conservative where you're kind of in like a uniform as i would say like i tell my clients Mm -hmm. you definitely want to focus on simplifying your look versus you know distracting from your from what you do absolutely same thing as with wardrobe like what you do it's the same thing when you're presenting your when you're in front of an audience you hair makeup everything it has to be according to flowing to, uh, together that's right in the i call it in the rhythm you got to be in the rhythm yeah. Right? yeah thank you the other thing that um that plays a factor on your makeup in front of the camera is your lighting um your lighting plays a large role in the intensity of your makeup bright lights will allow you to be able to amp up your makeup because the look is going to uh, be softer, bright lights uh, diffuse, um, they soften the look, so you'll be able to amplify your makeup, where if you have your lighting as low and as warm, then your makeup can't be as intense. You want to, you wanna, again, dial back on it. Um, a good thing to do, if you're not sure of what your makeup looks like in front of the camera, is to take a selfie, go to the area that you're working. Don't go to the bathroom and take a photo, but go in the area that you're working in and take a selfie or have someone else take a selfie. I would take, sorry, take a picture of you, not a selfie, but take a picture of you and take a look at it. See what you look like. Okay, my eyes are a little bit too intense. I need to um, knock that down or I look like I don't have any makeup on. Let me amp up the lips. Let me amp up the eyes. This is a great way um, to see before you um, start shooting what you look like. Uh, let's even talk about skin. Um, glowing skin, healthy skin is always in and always fares well. Um, a lot of people want to shy away from, uh, say, shiny skin or glowing skin because they feel that, or, that it may look greasy or something in front of the camera. You don't have to worry about that. If your skin is glowing, then you are in a good spot. Don't have to worry about that at all. Um, one thing I would like to uh, tap on is bare, the bare minimal. I know a lot of people are not comfortable, still are not comfortable with um, how they do their eyes or, or what to do with their eyes, what color lips, lips to use, what have you. If you want to do the bare minimal, there's nothing wrong with that. I know there's a lot of people that aren't into makeup. However, when you're on camera, you need to have something on your skin because light and what have you deflects the light deflects light uh, whereas makeup will absorb the light so put something on your skin um, the bare minimal would be moisturized super well always moisturize 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 can't get enough moisturizer even if it woolly skin trust me your skin is, it still needs moisture um, use a light application of foundation and maybe a lip gloss or a lip gloss or a lip stain always Question. have your brow when yeah. you say foundation is it medium coverage like what I know for the girls who are not really into makeup and, you know, they go to, like, mm-hmm. the counter and you get some of those sales on women who will try to push you a certain product. Mm-hmm. But being more specific on, like, the foundation, what is preferable? Should it be, mm-hmm. like, medium coverage? Should it be heavy? Should it be light? Like, which light, which weight should they go for for foundation on camera? I always say go for light. Light, okay. uh, light, light foundation is buildable. If you go for a full coverage, that's it. You're going to get full coverage. Whereas if you go for a liquid 
uh, sheer foundation. We'll call it sheer instead of light because I, I think a lot of times when light people will start thinking of colors, light, medium, dark. Um, if you use a sheer foundation, you can build on it if you need to. I tell people all the time, don't pile makeup on your face. If you've got great skin, only use the amount that's needed. You don't have to even put foundation over your entire face. You can put foundation where needed and just in the front of your face and softly blend that out to the rest of your face. It's just not, it's not necessary if you've got really good skin. If there's issues, just cover those issues up and then blend. So I would, and, and to answer a question, I would go for a sheer foundation. Uh, a lot of people don't even like that. Um, you can go for a tinted moisturizer if you're not even wanting to go that direction. But use the minimal. It's not necessary. Again, sheer foundations build. Full coverage foundation is exactly what you're getting. You're, there's, that's it, full coverage. Um, and then uh, going from there, you can use a soft lip gloss or a lip stain. You always want to do your brows. A good brow um, will set your face off completely. So take time. If you, if you, if you want to learn something and you're not really into the, to the um, eyeshadows or what have you, Learn to do a brow. Learn to do your brows. Learn to how to um, get that arch in the right place um, or have it professionally done for you. Mascara, a generous amount of mascara or um, a colored mascara. If you just want, we're, we're talking about the bare minimum, remember. So we're talking sheer foundation, um, a light lip gloss or stain, uh, brows being done, and then some mascara. So that's for the bare minimal in front of a camera. And I want to give a tip for those. If you have really dry skin, you absolutely do not have to use powder on your face. Um, I think it's faux pas or it's, 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 you know, down through the lines. They always say, oh, you have to finish with the powder. You don't have to put a powder on your face. If you're dry skin, um, skip the powder. Just moisturize and um, apply your a little amount of foundation on your skin. And I would say for if you have really dry skin, of course, use a, a find a good, a good foundation with uh, moisturizer in it, uh, depending on how intensely your, your skin is dry. And um, again, sheer foundation if it's dry, but just moisturize, 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 put a uh, light coating of foundation on it. And what that will do also is allow, by not putting the powder on, it's allowing your skin to appear dewy longer. Now, what I do recommend, though, is if you're using, um, you're not putting powder on your face, but you're um, wanting to use a powder blush, I would recommend putting a little bit of uh, finishing powder on your cheeks, then applying the powder blush on top because what will happen a lot of times is you'll find streaks. If you don't apply the, bl uh, the powder, um, finishing powder prior to the cheek blush, you may get some streaks in your cheek area. So go ahead and powder, uh, apply a little powder in that area. Again, we're talking about glowing, shiny, uh, greasy, know the difference. If you go on camera, you take your photo, you haven't applied powder, and your face is glowing like, you know, the new day sun, and it, it's reflecting left and right, it looks like you're about ready to fly down some planes, then yes, absolutely, apply a little uh, powder to your face. But glowing, great. Greasy, and high shine, no, that's not going to work for the camera. Those are great tips. Definitely great tips. Okay, and your foundations, um, definitely use illuminating pigments, foundations with illuminating pigments. And that is real, the illuminating pigments is perfect for those with uh, aging skin. It does allow the skin to have a more youthful, 
uh, glowing appearance, which is actually what we all want. <laughs> but right. Especially for, <laughs> but especially for aging skin, it's at the point when, you know, there's, there's nothing really, um, um, well, there's many things you can do. So we're using those pigments and illuminating foundations for aging skin. Um, you want to use illuminating creams and shimmering powders as well. All those things add to the look uh, of radiant skin in front of the camera. Okay, we, we tapped on brows just a little bit. Um, not so much trying to say what, what's in trend. Um, I believe what's in, what looks good on you is the trend for you. But in keeping in uh, with the rhythm of a trend, the trends for the season, the natural brow is definitely in brushed, well-kept. The ideal is um, brushing, brushing the brows upward. And what that does, anytime, just like for, for we talk about shadows, you, always, you never want to come down on a shadow. You want to, everything wants to, go, wants to um, be swept up. The same thing with the brows. You want your brows to be swept up because what it does, it just lightens the face. It, it um, brings everything upward. We talk about as you age how things start uh, falling and, and heading down. Well, if you sweep things upwards and looking um, uh, to bringing things up, it, it refreshes the face. It gives a youthful look to the face. Lips right now are in, definitely in. We're still popping with the bright colors. Um, you can use the color lip gloss. Use a reds, oranges, soft peaches, or a rich burgundy. All those things are in for the season, whether it's the holiday, you're speaking of the holidays for your fall, winter, uh, 2020-21 season. Yeah, if you guys have not checked out the previous articles and podcast episode where Renata was speaking about just an overall trend for this year. She definitely broke down some trends that you can try. So if you're a little bit more on the trendy side with makeup, definitely go on to meanconsulting.com forward slash blog and check it out or just go down to the second episode where she appeared and broke down some trends for 2020. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, the cheeks, of course, um, the soft, glowing, uh, muted colors are in. Cheeks are a big deal this, this season. Um, blush is uh, a little bit, I would say, covering more of the cheek area, uh, the apples of the cheek floating back, but it's a little bit thicker than, than uh, it previously had been. Um, but you want to you want to use uh, muted colors like soft peaches, um, something that, that just melts into the skin. You don't want when you're doing a thick cheek area, um, you do not want to use a bright color because then it will start looking clownish. So when you're using more of the cheek area or covering more of the cheek area, you want to use a soft, soft muted colors that have a little bit of pigment, pigment in them, a little bit of shimmer will always is always nice. But keep it soft. That's the the rule of thumb. I want to talk about those who are allergic to mascara. I've had a lot of people asking me, well, you know, I, yeah, that's fine. You know, everybody talks about the mascara, um, but I can't wear it. My eyes water. It ruins the makeup. Um, I'm always looking like I'm crying. If that's the case, and I, a tip for you is to use a bold eyeliner color. Draw a line at the base of your lashes on the top and do the same at the bottom and then smudge that line, smudge it so that it, it looks a little muted, but it looks uh, smoky. You can use blues, you can use burgundies, you can use a black. Whatever color you choose, just smudge a little bit on top, 
smudge a little bit on the bottom. And what that's going to do is draw attention to the eye in uh, the same way that, that a mascara does. So it's going to draw attention to the eye without you having to tear all day. Then another suggestion would be to use false eyelashes. Might want to venture out and try those. You don't have to use the 3D or the 4D lashes. Just try, um, try a really soft look that doesn't have a lot of lashes. And um, that will give you, that's another option is for not using mascara. Now, we talked about eyes previously, and as Makara said in, in the other podcast um, where I broke down things specifically for the eyes, again, we're talking about camera ready. So this is not going out in the streets. This is for on the camera. This is professional. If you are good with your eyes, do a graphic liner. If it's in keeping with your audience, do a graphic liner. Single bold eyeliner, single bold eyeliner single bold eyeshadows. You can definitely do that. And the thing, um, I would say the more conservative your audience is, stay monochromatic. Stay with um, colors that are complementing. Don't try to break out in, in the primaries, the blues and, and major colors, bright blues and bust out yellows and, and this type of thing. Stay monochromatic. Stay in the soft browns. Um, you, can, you can smoke an eye out without using black. Uh, you could smoke a blue. You could smoke a green. Um, you can even smoke a peach. It would just have to be the different levels of intensities of the peaches that you use. So, like I said, stay monochromatic. Again, knowing your audience and um, have fun with it. Just have fun in front of the camera. Awesome. Ready for the camera is is um, don't make it a difficult thing. Have fun with it. Um, like I said, you can go anywhere from minimal to bold. However, knowing that audience, um, I want to give a, a, a last little tip. Pick two things that you want to emphasize on your face. It could be your lips and eyes. It could be your cheeks and lips. Or it could be your eyes and your cheeks. Whichever two you pick, let everything else be soft and muted, and you're well on your way to looking fabulous in front of a camera. Yes, monochromatic. I'm so glad you said that. You know, you don't, you're not there in the room as I'm talking to like clients and stuff, but monochromatic is like the thing that I tell my clients who are like transitioning from like, okay, I'm done with the trend in my 20s. I want to be right. taken more seriously in life. And they want to be vibrant, but they don't want to be young looking or trendy looking. Mm -hmm. So monochromatic is always the thing that I tell them to do. And then we could play around with that. But monochromatic is like the reset of their style that I always say to do for Absolutely. a woman who wants to like transition out of the 20 chasing um, trends and they're mm -hmm. in like a more prestigious company or industry and they want to be taking um, seriously. So it's funny that you say that in makeup as well. So like monochromatic is timeless doesn't matter yes, what age you are you can wear monochromatic and not be penalized for when you look back at yourself and be like oh god what was i wearing monochromatic is like timeless and there was definitely one thing that you mentioned but i did not want to interject because you was having like a flow and i didn't want to mess up the rhythm <laughs> but i definitely was interjecting but i remember you were saying like the greasy glowy for yes. the girls who have dry skin there was definitely a story that you were telling me when someone was trying to sell you something at the counter. Oh, oh, um, oh. oh my God. And I was like, does she know who you are? 
<laughs> okay. So um, I know what you, I know exactly what you're referring to. I'll never forget that, that instance. I was at um, a department store, and I went to a high-end counter because I needed to buy a serum uh, for my, my kit. I was, had ran out. And the woman behind the counter, she, well, her, she had powder all over her face. It was, you know, it was, it was uh, pretty muted. There was no glow. It was, it was the matte look. And see, that was in, that was in back in the day. And in front of the camera, there was a time where everything had to be powdery. You know, powder, 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 powder. That was the main thing. But now, it's about, which I'm so happy for. They're allowing skin to look like skin. So what's happening is all the lighting guys, they're, they're just adjusting their lighting to go into this new phase of allowing skin to look like skin. Well, I'm, I'm happy as punch. But anyway, um, I get to the counter, and, I'm, and I walk up to the counter. She looks at me intense, intensely, and I said, I need, and she said, some powder. <laughs> mm Girl. So the only thing I could say, think to say to her was, I'm in, I said, no, actually, I don't. I'm embracing my glowing skin. I have oily skin. Um, I'm embracing my glowing skin, and I don't want to cover up with powder. Well, her, my response blew her back because she put her head down. She turned red, and then she looked back up at me like, okay, what can I do for you? But I thought, no, she didn't. Are you kidding me? Did that just happen? That's why I mentioned earlier when I interjected about, like, what type of foundation because, I mean, salespeople definitely need to meet a quota. I've definitely been there mm-hmm. when it needs you need to meet, you know, for a segment or for the day or for the month or whatever. They need to meet a quota. And if certain product is not pushing then like they're gonna be they're gonna be driven to get you down that aisle so you can like consider it at least. Um, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But yeah, that's sometimes that's the trend and they want you to kinda go down that route. And I'm not an image consulting service agency where I focus on trends. I'm focusing on what works for your personal lifestyle. And Absolutely. Yeah. That's why I was like, Absolutely. yeah, I have to bring Renata back on, even though she's my girl. She does <laughs> great makeup, but we definitely have similar attributes um, mm-hmm. and we're in like two different industries. Mm-hmm. But Well, it's the same industry, but it's, it's uh, just different, the different venues of that within that same bubble. Right, right, right. So I'm so glad you definitely broke down some trends, well, not trends, but some things that people can use when they're actually on camera for, you know, the digital version of TV because it's definitely been a spike. I'm even getting on camera, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know, it's but, you need um, to be on camera, girl. You spend a lot of time on your skin and, and your look, and you're on point, so I you like need being, to let people see that. I like being that. behind the scenes. I like, mm-hmm. Personally, I like being behind the scenes, but, yeah, you know, everyone tells me I should be on camera, even my mentors, but, oh, God. But, yes. Um, yeah, no, you're, I, you're just, you know, one thing I was thinking of, um, a good example things just run through my head, but I was thinking of Zoom. You know how there's like, you'll see 10 boxes, for example, maybe this would help somebody. You'll see 10 boxes on the screen, and there's one box, you see somebody with voluminous hair, and 
their makeup looks like they're they're headed for the club and you're like what's wrong with this picture that's a distraction yeah that's a distraction you the lashes are like a lot for me yeah those like sometimes when i see girls with like those long like lashes oh the the 3d and 4d yeah Mm-hmm. I don't know, girl. I, I I know skincare, so I don't know none of that stuff. I'm bold. Well, the thing about it is, is all of that, there's a place and time for it. Yeah. In front of the camera and being camera ready, that's not the time for it. Um, 3D, 3D lashes are very prominent. Um, again, if that's your audience, then go for it. But if that's not your audience, then... That's not the time to do it. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode of Onada explaining some great options and tips for you to apply on yourself while you're about to get ready for your show or making a guest appearance or whatever it is. Definitely let them know where they can find you, Renata. Yeah. Um, Instagram, it would be Renata. Dottie. Um, Facebook the same, Renata Dottie. Definitely spell it you out can... for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> that is spell it you out girl. Trip. His first name spelled R E N A T A, last name D O D D Y. You can also find me a uh, website Renata at the Artist Revealed dot com and the website is email. the Art. Yeah, that's the email address. And then the website is theartistrevealed.com. Yes, 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 yes. Definitely check out her work if you're just now <laughs> tuning into this episode. And definitely go back, like I said before, and listen to her previous episode, episode two, and also her article on our website. You can follow the company website, Mean Consulting, which is our Instagram is mean, that's M-I-I-E-N, official. And you can also join us on Facebook as well. And if you are interested in um, following me, I am actually back on Instagram. Oh, boy. (laughs) So if you want to follow me personally, you can find me, Makar, that's M-I-K-A-R-A-R-E-I-D. And you can also find me on YouTube where I talk about just women's lifestyle, fashion. I'm not just a fashion girl. I'm definitely an all-around girl. And I definitely dive into skincare because I'm huge on that. Until yeah, next time, absolutely. thanks for tuning in Mean Notes Podcast. See you guys next week. Bye, guys.